You're listening to the Two-Tone Boys. Uh, welcome to our new podcast. Uh, I'm your co-host, Brett, along with my co-host, John, and we're excited to talk about Titans football. 2020 is around the corner. Tighten up. Welcome to the Two-Tone Boys podcast. I am your host, Brett, and I'm here along with my co-host, John, uh, my best friend. So I just want to give you a little backstory. Uh, started this new podcast uh, for our love for the Tennessee Titans, but it's a love-hate relationship. I just want to clarify, it's a love-hate relationship. We are super excited about where this team is headed. We feel comfortable and confident in these guys, especially after the run they made last year and getting pieces back that we needed, along with some some additional pieces too as well. And so John and I are going to talk about a few things. Number one, uh, we're going to talk about the draft this year, uh, just kind of our overall thoughts, free agency, and then we're going to go into our record prediction and game predictions for this year. So, John, welcome. Uh, First thing I want to talk about is the draft picks. Uh, So, 2020 draft, I'll just go – each round, uh, say who it is, and then you give me your thoughts on just overall, like how you feel John Robinson did in the draft this year, and who maybe you think will be the best rookie uh, this year, and maybe one sleeper that you feel like maybe could be um, something spectacular. Not going to go into the undrafted free agents um, or undrafted uh, signees or whatever. We're not going to go into those, but we'll just stick to the draft. So, first round was um, offensive tackle from Georgia, Isaiah Wilson. Second second round, uh, we got Christian Fulton, cornerback, LSU. Third round, Darrington Evans, running back, Appalachian State. Fifth round, no fourth round. Fifth round, we got Laryl Murchison, a defensive tackle from uh, NC State. Seventh round, we received Cole McDonald, quarterback from Hawaii. And then we had another seventh round pick, Chris Jackson, defensive back from Marshall. So those are our picks for this year. Overall thoughts, John? Well, overall thoughts, where do I start? I was super excited about the addition of Isaiah Wilson after losing Jack Compton, who I was a huge fan of, to the Cleveland Browns. But you can't blame the guy. He wanted top dollar money, and we had other needs that we had to address. But as you know, Isaiah Wilson has been somewhat of a headache this entire offseason. Sneaking out, going to college parties, and he recently just got the DUI. So hopefully if Rabel and Robinson can get his ear and Tell him, you know, that's not acceptable. That's not our culture. And he essentially just needs to get it together. You are a professional. So start acting like it. Uh, second round, Christian Fulton. Now, this was a pick that I was super excited about. He played well in the college playoffs. Obviously, LSU went on to win the national championship. But, you know, with us deciding to move on from Logan Ryan, we were in dire need of a nickel position. We needed somebody with youth that had the speed that Logan lacked. Again, I love Logan, but it was time to move on. And I think 
Bolton is going to be just an absolute star in this league. You know, he's got a lot of big shoots to fill with his upcoming season, but I think being surrounded by a strong core in the secondary with Bayer, DeParo, Butler, Jackson, and the new addition of Joseph Jefferson, I think he's really got he's going to sit back, he's going to absorb all the knowledge that he can, and I think he's going to be something truly special in this league. As for the other draft picks, I really didn't keep up with them. I mean, there's only so much you can do. I'm mostly interested in the top three rounds anyway. But I couldn't help but notice with the addition of the quarterback from Hawaii, we don't have him anymore. I believe we ended up releasing him. Just didn't pan out. But overall, we uh, signed some key pieces, a few troublemakers here and there. But I think there's a lot of potential for the future. They just need to learn what it's like to be a professional. Yeah, totally agree. Agree. I was really high on Isaiah Wilson, um, but obviously something that that the John Robinson, Mike Vrabel, and the front office of the Tennessee Titans, uh, what they have brought to Tennessee is a culture that just doesn't put up with headaches, uh, character issues, such as the ones that Isaiah Wilson is having. Uh, obviously, he's a rookie and he's got a lot of potential, so I'm curious to see how they handle that situation and how he grows from it, not only as a player but as a person. You know, something that you have to learn, especially when you get out of college and you're in the in NFL, you're a professional now. So everything you do, everything that you say, um, it's magnified. And so uh, we'll see how he responds to that. I'm excited about Christian Fulton. Um, I'm excited to watch him play. I wish we had preseason uh, just to kind of get his legs under him because now we're just throwing him right in. I mean, he's more than likely a starter. Um, I don't see anybody else starting over him, so he's going to be a starter. And so anxious to see what Monday night, how he plays, how he guards, how he does, if he plays inside or if he plays outside. Uh, because I know he played outside a lot in college, but I think they're expecting him to play or wanting him to play inside in the NFL. So a lot of man-to-man coverage that could be difficult for a guy, but uh, hopefully I think he's a pretty physical guy himself. So hopefully he can uh, he can be a good replacement for Logan Ryan, who I loved uh, deeply and dearly. Um, and so he will be missed. I know there's a lot of excitement about Darrington Evans. Uh, he'll be our uh, backup running back, kind of that pass catcher out of the backfield, speedy, uh, 4 4 uh, 40 at the combine. Uh, so he's pretty fast. Um, another one that they've been talking about has been a surprising camp. Uh, Kevin Byard has really spoke highly of is Chris Jackson, who's a defensive back from Marshall. He's a seventh-round pick. Um, he's really seemed to be – gelling well with the defensive back group um he's communicating on the field coaching coaching players already as a as a rookie so that that shows promise especially if you get the attention of a kevin byard um hopefully he's a diamond in the rough and we have him for a long time and he lives up to those expectations right exactly and so i'm excited to see this draft class and see where they go um but the big news uh, this year is free agency and what happened oh, in free yeah. agency. So, oh, we signed Clowney, baby. We got him. I was uh, a little nervous when we got rid 
Terrell Casey, we both were. We were like, man, that's one of those guys that was with us since day one, the dark days. And he was one of those individuals that helped build this culture that we've mm-hmm. been talking about. Him, Delaney, we've lost a lot of few pieces. But, yeah, it's, you know what? It was a big hole to fill, and we signed Jadavion Clowney. He was the prize of free agency. He's just an absolute monster, and, yeah, I am very confident now that our defensive line can live up to our expectations going into the season, considering that was one of our, well, let's put it this way, our Achilles heel to our defense. We weren't able to get pressure on the homes. It showed in the conference championship, but I think Clowney is going to be able to give this defense exactly what it needs which is just an absolute freak that you have to account for on every play. Yeah, so thanks for jumping right down the clowny train before I can even set it up, jerk. Uh, <laughs> I'm so excited about it. You yeah. Know it. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, I'll forgive you because we are that excited about it. But uh, first, I just want to go over key losses. Uh, some guys we lost in free agency that were very important to this team, not only to this team, but this franchise and this community. Uh, Jarrell Casey, obviously. The trade uh, for a seventh-round pick, it was freeing up cap space. I knew that John Robinson was not going to be an idiot and he was going to sign somebody. I didn't know who, but I, I was like, you've got to sign somebody with that money. You can't just get rid – of Jarrell Casey, a pro bowler, all pro. He's been in the league for a long time. He's been with the Titans, and he is beloved by the fans and the community. You just can't get rid of a guy like that and not replace him. Um, And so that's a key loss. Logan Ryan, a key loss. uh, Had a – had a yeah, Logan Ryan had one of the best years of his career last year. Uh, and uh, was a big reason why our defense was so so good down the stretch, especially. Uh, yeah. Delaney Walker, obviously injuries plagued him last year. He just couldn't get on the field, um, and so we lost him. Another key loss, uh, John will disagree, but, I mean, the flying Hawaiian, Marcus Mariota, uh, we loved him. Uh, we cherished him. Injuries early in his career, I think, really just screwed up his – I think, honestly, he's going to end up screwing up his whole NFL career uh, because along with having all these different offensive coordinators each year and all those things, Marcus just really went through it. Um, we didn't protect him well early. He was running for his life a lot. And then when he was running, they were telling him to stay in the pocket. When he stayed in the pocket, he'd get hit or he'd get hit low and break his leg or whatever. It was just a long five years for Marcus. And so um, he's obviously at the Raiders now, and he's already on IR. Uh, so there's that. Uh, another – I won't say he's a he was a key piece last year. He's kind of he was supposed to be hopeful and he wasn't. Deion Lewis, he's at the Giants now. I just don't think he was really worth a plug nickel while he was here. Um, Ryan Suckup, he's at the Buccaneers now. Jack Conklin was another big one, right tackle, all pro, pro bowler. Jack Conklin was was really good. He, to me, he wasn't. He wasn't as great as I don't. I don't feel like there's that big of a gap between him and Dennis Kelly. Some people would disagree, but from what I see on the field, just watching with my naked eye, and I'm not like the smartest guy ever 
I, I didn't see much drop off. Um, Wesley Woodyard, um, he has not signed with any team yet. Um, and so he could be back with the Titans. I don't know, but I would say not. Uh, but Wesley was a, a leader and a captain uh, for our defense. And he just was what – he was the epitome of what it looks like to be an NFL professional. Um, and so um, that's what – that's really what you miss with him is, is not even as much just – obviously he gives energy and effort on the field every play, but it's his presence in the locker room that you miss. Um, and going back to all those key losses, I'm going to get a little emotional here. And obviously we don't play for the Titans. We're not affiliated with – with them by any means, but you and me were there. I pay them money. The <laughs> three-win season, the two-win season, and what each of those losses have in common is they all were a big, major part of putting the Titans back on the map. Jarrell Casey, Delaney, Marcus, Wesley, Logan, they all helped this organization, organization excuse me, this organization become what it is today so it's an extra painful loss because you know these guys okay so to I start off the season i love how we do these predictions because we're always wrong <laughs> so <laughs> yeah but what did we predict last year nine and or ten and six i think or eleven and yeah. five something like that right so, and we ended up Nine and seven. I don't know why we didn't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know why we didn't predict nine and seven. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I'm not predicting nine and seven this year. Okay. Okay. I'm not. I'm not allowing myself. We've got to win more than nine games this year with the players we have. So we start out Monday night football, Mile High City against the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Finally, we got some recognition. We got a prime time game. Woo. Yeah, prime time, but the late game, ten twenty Eastern time starting. So everybody will be in bed. That's my bedtime, man. (laughs) Exactly. I know. Uh, Titans should pay for my uh, day off on Tuesday because I'm going to need it. Right. Drinking too many Cokes that night. (laughs) Exactly. So, uh, thoughts on this game and prediction? All right. Well, not being biased. Obviously, this is a Titans podcast. It's kind of hard not to pick the Titans in this game. Yes, it's in Denver. Yes, they have the altitude advantage, however you want to play it. But, you know, the key loss was Don Miller, you know. That's not a guy that you can easily replace. And obviously, Cortland Sutton, their wide receiver, had an excellent year last year. He was in the 1,000-yard club. I recently injured his shoulder, got the MRI. I haven't been able to look up results to it so chances are right now he's still going to be a go to play but yeah with Von Miller you just can't replace that guy I know they had a recent I think it's a first round draft pick I don't know his name they speak very highly of him but I mean Drew Locke he's still young Broncos quarterback when we're picking about now had a solid year I believe he had six or seven touchdowns to his three interceptions I think that comes out to like uh, 85, 90%, something like that. I'm not good with math. But against a very talented and battle-ready Titans squad that proved themselves last year, I mean, unless we see otherwise, I have no reason not to pick the Titans in this matchup. I got them 24-21. to 21. It can go either way, but yes, I'm 
wholeheartedly picking the Titans in this, and um, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, so uh, obviously the air quality, the factor of just what the difference in breathing at mile high really makes a difference for a team. So I think the the most important thing for our defense is not to uh, is to keep them behind the chains and keep them uh, keep them from getting first downs and get off the field on third down because if they can get in a rhythm and start going tempo, it could be tough, especially being the first game. There's a difference between being in shape and being football shape. There's been no preseason games for either team. But I think that still benefits the Titans because they're pretty much got everyone back. There's only a couple of new faces, and so I think that's going to benefit them. Uh, the Broncos offense, a lot of new receivers, a lot of rookies. Uh, Drew Locke, I, I still technically would consider him a rookie. Um, he, you know, he played – I think six games last year or something like that. So he still needs a full 16 season before you can say he's not a rookie. So he's still learning. He's still growing. Offensive line is not that great. So he should he should be with our defensive defensive line and edge rushers. He should be running for his life all game long. And so uh, the thing we have to do is contain Philip Lindsay, Melvin Gordon. Uh, if we can contain those guys and make them one-dimensional, obviously that's going to help us a lot to uh, be able to pin our ears back and just go get Drew Locke. Um, I think that's the case. I think the Titans' offense might be rusty at first. I think Derrick Henry will have more than 30-some rushing yards is what he had last time we played them. Um, right. And uh, hopefully has more than 30 rushing yards. Yeah. God. Yeah, especially on 16 carries. Uh, so I just don't think that's going to happen again. I think uh, the Titans are just a better team. I think they're coming confident and ready to play. So I'm going to go – I'm going to say 24-17 Titans win um, that one. So Before we move on to the next game, obviously I still want to talk about Denver. You know, we were talking about key losses and key acquisitions for both teams. But one of their key acquisitions oh. was uh, our buddy Terrell Casey that we were talking about. It's just going to be so hard seeing him in that uh, Broncos jersey. So it's going to be pulling at my heartstrings there for a little bit. Hopefully we still win. But, yeah, yeah. I don't know how I'm going to react seeing him in that jersey. Yeah, first game of the year, too. That's like I feel like he's going to be very motivated to come out and put Tannehill on his back a few times. and. And hopefully that's not the case, um, and hopefully he's not uh, too upset, but hopefully we handle our business up front. I think we'll be fine. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be sad seeing him in a different uniform for sure, especially on the first opening night. So. All right. All right, so who we got week two? We are home against Jacksonville Suckers. I mean, Jaguars. Oh, uh, absolute W. Their team is – garbage this year they are cleaning house and they are building from the ground back up after just being to the afc championship was it two or three years ago yeah uh three i think three years yeah they got rid of everybody obviously <laughs> they got rid of uh rid of uh what's his name jalen ramsey i, I should have known that name he's a top five cornerback in the league got rid of him man that's just crazy being that close to a Super Bowl so many years ago, 
just to get rid of all your stars and just decide, you know what, we're going to start all over. So I got an absolute W in that game. Tennessee wins by at least two touchdowns in that one. Yeah, so just to name a couple other people that got rid of. Yannick Ngakwe, they're young, really good edge rusher. Uh, they got rid of Jalen Ramsey. They got rid of A.J. Boye. They got rid of uh, Calais Campbell. So, like four of their best players no longer play for them. Now, they still have Josh Allen, who's coming in his second year off the edge, and he's really good. He had a really good year last year. But he has zero help. Zero help. Offensively, they got rid of Leonard Fournette. Uh, I don't know who's going to be running the ball for them now. Uh, I really can't even think of who they picked up in free agency, but they should be last place in the division. Uh, they are probably 30th best team in the NFL, honestly. They're probably like second or third worst. So we should not lose. Yeah, we should not lose this game, and I'm going to go ahead and say we win 30-20. to 20. They might scrape a few touchdowns at the end, but I think thirty to twenty. All right. So so far we're sitting at two and zero. Oh, so let's move on to week three. Okay, week three. We are at Minnesota. Ooh, that'd be a good game. I don't think historically we've played well in Minnesota. No, this might be the first loss of the year. Yeah, um, they're a good football team, and yeah. uh, we don't we haven't played well against them um, historically. Um, playing, I think I'd probably go Titans at home, but I'm probably going with the Vikings. It's going to be our first loss. Oh, for sure, hundred percent. But I yeah. think it's going to be I think it's going to be field goal close. So I think 24-21 Vikings. Now we host the Steelers at home. Ooh, that'll be another good game. Ben Roethlisberger's back. And yeah. He's healthy. We'll see how he does. I'll be. We'll be able to watch him Monday night in the in the first game. Mm-hmm. Man, that's gonna be another good game too. Uh, how are they looking defensively? Uh, I think defensively. I mean, they got most of their guys back. I mean, they, of course, they had that trade to make a Fitzpatrick last year. And got him. He had a great year. I think he's going to have another good year. Their D-line's awesome. I mean, ultimately, they had a, an atrocious offense, had zero quarterback play after Ben Roethlisberger went down, and they still almost made the playoffs. So defense is what kept them in it. Uh, I think their defense is still going to be good. Uh, so that's going to be a tough game. Uh, I still think it's, it's going to be relatively close. I'm going to pick the Titans since we're at home. Uh, I think the Titans win. I'm going to go, I don't know. I, I, I'm i thinking a low-scoring game, like 21-17 Titans. I think this game's going to come down to time of possession. Obviously, Pittsburgh is not a one-dimensional team. Solid running back core. And with Ben Roethlisberger coming back, we all know that he can sling the ball, and he's not, he's not easy to take down. So. No. Mm-mm. I don't know. But again, talking about their defense, 
I don't know how we match up with them in regards to running the ball down their throats. Obviously, we rely on the play action. Tannehill obviously has shown that he's been able to throw the ball, and until anybody's able to stop Derrick Henry, I don't see them being able to, you know, stop the tractor. So, time of possession, I think Tennessee is going to control the clock and the ball as well. I think it's going to be a low-scoring affair as well. So, I'm going to go Tennessee 17, Pittsburgh 14. Okay. All right. Next, we host the stinking Buffalo Bills. Oh, my God. Oh, Buffalo. And we got a kicker now, so we should win, right? <laughs> that's, that's you know, theoretical. But, yes, I'm definitely picking the Titans. I just don't – I don't – I don't trust Josh Allen, and I don't believe in the Bills that much. They have a great defense. Offensively, they're just like, yeah, they did get Stephon Diggs. They've got someone who could go stretch the field. But still, like, we're just so much better than them. It ticks me off because we lose to them every year. But I don't don't think we're losing to them this year. And I think we're going to win – I think we're going to win – 21-14. And typically when it comes to Buffalo, their fans travel very well, and obviously we don't know if they're going to allow fans into the stadium at that point this season, the coin toss at the moment. So with their fans traveling well in the past, obviously an away game for them can easily turn into a home field advantage, (laughs) considering their fans fill up half the stadium everywhere they go. Yeah, but we're not going to have to worry about that this time. No, we don't have to worry about that this time. So, But, again, we don't have home field advantage, per se. Uh, man, this is a tough one, considering they've beaten us the last two years. Yeah, but it's hard um, to beat a team three times. So, Right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say that this is a loss as well. I'm going to go ahead and say Buffalo wins a very low-scoring game again. We'll say... Uh, we'll say 14-7, Buffalo. Are you serious? I am dead serious because, you know, look at the stats. It's always been a low-scoring affair. It's hard to argue with stats, man. Yeah, but Mariota was the quarterback. Mariota was the quarterback, and <laughs> what's his face was the kicker, so. And Nick Williams was running routes and dropping balls. Well, the Titans can't be perfect every game, so. That's right. I think this, well, I think I if think they're perfect. They have their off day. I think if they're perfect, they blow them out. So, imperfection, right. they still win by a touchdown. All right. Okay. Now we host the Texans at home. Ooh, that'll be a good game. I don't. Uh, Texans didn't look good to me offensively. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins getting traded. Uh, obviously, David Johnson had a good game running, but Deshaun Watson was running for his life, and we know as Titans fans, when he's running for his life, he heaves the ball down the field to who? DeAndre Hopkins, who is no longer there. He really struggled finding a receiver to catch the 50-50 balls down the field without DeAndre Hopkins. And so well, you I worry about those offensive push-offs as well. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. He's the worst. But they, I think they might get better towards the end of the year. It's just going to be too little, too late. I just don't think. 
I think DeAndre or Deshaun Watson is going to be running for his life way too much, scrambling, trying to make plays. Now, I know he can do it, but uh, by even this point in the season, he's probably going to be tired of it. Um, yeah. So I do have the Titans winning, and I'll just I'll go 24-21 Titans. And obviously, this is just a guesstimation. I think this will be the week, obviously, with Buffalo. My prediction was that that's their off week. You know, every season, a team's going to have that one game where it just doesn't click. I think this is the week that they turn around. It's a big divisional matchup. Basically, whoever wins this game, I think it's going to end up winning the division championship in the long run. So, I got Tennessee... I think this is going to be Tannehill's best game. You know, no matter who the Titans play, they're going to come into the matchup trying to stop Derrick Henry. That's the guy that you have to stop if you have any hope of beating this team. But, again, last year we've seen Tannehill. He can throw the ball. He's able to make those reads, you know. I think that he's going to have a big game this week, and it's going to be too much for the Texans. They ain't going to be able to stop the ball. So I got Tennessee 27, and we'll say Texans 20. And again, this is just a guess, but this is a highly educated guess just going by what we've seen in the past. Okay. Now we go to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. Uh, <laughs> uh, w, move on. Man, I feel like this is a trap game. See, the, when you feel like the Bills have a trap game, I feel like the, the Bengals is a trap game. Well, no, if, if A.J. Green is healthy again, they've got a couple other good receivers that are healthy. they got the rookie that, that could be blossoming at this point in the year. I just feel like it could be a trap game. I'm not saying I'm picking the Bengals. I'm still picking the Titans. But I'm saying it could be a trap. I'm nervous about it because I believe we're going to go on a win streak and we're going to win three in a row at home and we're going to be feeling good and then we're going to go to Cincinnati. That's what I'm worried about. But I'm still going to pick the Titans. Uh, I think uh, the Titans win this one. I'm going to, I'm going to go uh, 30 to 20. I'll say 30-14. Their defense doesn't scare me at all. All right. Well, this defense will fear you a little bit. Uh, we host the Bears at home. Oh, God. Khalil Mack. <laughs> A game yeah. wrecker. Uh, that's really all I know about the Bears. Mitchell Tabisky's yes. a quarterback. He's not that great offensively, and they're not that great. Their defense last year scored points. Their defense yep. was scoring touchdowns. So they've got a great defense. Uh, obviously, Khalil Mack wrecks a game. He is a defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator nightmare. Uh and so we do have them at home. Like I said, you know, we don't know fans are in at this point or whatever, but there's really no home field advantage for any team except the only, the only advantage is you don't have to travel. But um, I don't know. It's going to be tough. It's going to be low scoring. So I'm going to I'm gonna go field goal, and it could go either way. But I think just – just because I'm going to go Bears win uh, 17-14. Yeah, this defense scares me considering how atrocious our offensive line played last year. I think they gave up at least 
56 sacks or something along those lines, something crazy. A lot, too but, many. <laughs> so this will be a true test. I think up until this point, they haven't had that true pass rusher they've had to deal with in regards to Khalil Mack. So, man, I'm going to say the Titans look this one as well. Yeah, unfortunately. I'm going to say the Bears 17, Titans 14. Okay, so this is a short week. Thursday night, we host the Colts. Thursday night football. Philip Rivers. I hate that guy so much. Yeah. You know how I feel about him. Yeah. I hope we just put him on his butt. Get at least six sacks in that game, just make him shut up. He's always running his mouth, trash talking, even when he's down 20 points. I want to say this. You know how the Titans never get – they never get the respect that they're due or that they deserve um, in the division. A lot of analysts are picking the Colts to win a division. They may or may not win the division, but they're not winning this game. We're beating them. Thursday night football, short week for a home team is always better. Hopefully – Phillip Rivers is still icing his kneecaps right before the game. Defensively, the Colts got better. Yeah, uh, and they, they were did. already a pretty good defense. Offensively, they're still about the same. They added Phillip Rivers. Well, I don't know if I don't know if he's better than Jacoby Brissett. My, me personally, I think Jacoby Brissett will end up being the better one. Uh, just because Phillip Rivers is not like Tom Brady. He's getting older and you can see it. Uh, yeah. But we'll see. Um, but I think the Titans win this game. I'm going to go 2017. Titans win this game. I just cannot stand Philip Rivers. I hate him with a burning passion. So um, I'm going to give out this score prediction just because this is what I really want to turn out. I hope Tennessee just – absolutely destroyed them. So, I'm praying that the score is going to be at least a 20-point deficit Titans. There you go. I just I can't stand them. I mean, I hope so, too. <laughs> but we hope that's every game. But, no, this game in particular, I hope we just embarrass them. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so, too. And we got to win that game because the next week is going to be tough. Where we go? Baltimore. Oh, shit. That's a loss. Yeah. I'm going to say it's a loss. Uh, even though we owned them in the playoffs, and I didn't think we would own them in the playoffs. I don't think anybody did. You and me were just starstruck about yeah. like, everything. We we're just like, oh, my God, is this really happening? What yeah. is going on? I was just waiting for them to screw it up. I was like, okay, all right, okay, uh, okay, we scored. Oh, oh, deep ball to Khalif. Okay. When are we fumbling? When are we throwing a pick? When is Lamar Jackson going to go off? And it just never happened. And we won the game. And But this time, I don't think so. I think they're pissed. And if they're going to beat us, I want it to be in the regular season, not in the playoffs. So, I think we beat them here. And if we see them again, we beat them in the playoffs. But they beat us here. I think it's still going to be a close game because I think just we match up well with them. I think it's going to be a slugfest. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm 
gonna go 24-21 Ravens. I think maybe a field goal late by Tucker wins a game. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go. I'm think, I think I'm gonna stick with that prediction as well. You know, we were talking about the key losses that Jacksonville had, and I believe it was that Clay Campbell ended up going to Baltimore. So yeah, their defense is stacked. They didn't lose anybody. They gained bodies. So they did lose. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, oh, because he punched one of his teammates. Uh, oh, Earl, Earl Thomas. Thomas. <laughs> yeah, he was our uh, he was our fullback last year in the playoffs. Yeah, he, he was. The one for Derrick Henry. That's right, he was. Derrick Henry said, "No, turn around. You got to go this way." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny. Yeah, he tried to get signed by the Titans right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I would have signed him. Yeah, he's a great fullback. I mean, Blossom game. I like him as fullback, but Earl Thomas, he was he was leading the way. <laughs> Okay, so we were at the Ravens. Now we go at Indianapolis. We, oh man, I'm gonna say this is a loss. Yeah, just because. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because we usually split, split with them anyways. I mean, you usually split with at least one team in your division. I don't think we're splitting with Jacksonville this year. I don't no. think we're splitting with the Texans. Uh, if we do, it's because we played them in the last game of the year and we're playing our backups. That's right. that's the hope. But uh, we're losing to the Colts on this one, and uh, I don't know. I'll just I'll just say the score is it's still close. I'll just go twenty seventeen Colts. Yeah, move on to the next week. I'm already mad that I know that we're gonna lose that game. Yep, we play the Browns at home. Ooh, that'll be a good game. I think it's closer than last year. Uh, but yeah. who knows? By this point in December, in the season, <laughs> the Browns could have completely uh, fallen apart. Um, obviously, OBJ is more concerned about catching poop. Um, oh, that's rude. <laughs> so that's it's funny. A, so it's funny that he's a Cleveland Brown. Uh, uh-huh. so We're gonna crap on his. Yep, day. And crap on his day, <laughs> and he'll love it. Uh, so I still think the Titans are gonna win. I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say 2017. No, yeah, no, 2417. I like 2417. It just depends on how the Browns are playing. Uh, Browns defensively don't they don't, they don't bother me. So I, Browns defensively don't bother me, especially in the back half. I don't. I'll say 27-20 Titans. All right, I like that. I like a touchdown for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Titans at Jacksonville. We win again. Win. Uh, yeah. By 10 or more. 10 or more. Then uh, we host the Lions. Mm. That's like a, close to a Christmas game, the 20th. Um, uh-huh. So we host the Lions at home. They're pretty good. I feel like this could be a game where, I don't, I don't know, it could be a field goal. But I'm going to go with the Titans to win. Yeah, um, I won't give a prediction, but I think uh, probably it's within three, I think. Um, Titans at Green Bay, December 27th on Sunday night football. Why any crap did we have to play the Packers in Green Bay? Well, hang on. Who's going to be the quarterback at that point? Because, you know, they're – Aaron Rodgers is going to be the freaking quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping he was. I mean, the unless he was injured, I just there's I don't no I don't think so. So, 
but why in the world we have to go there on a Sunday night and play in the snow, probably a low-scoring game, probably brutal to play in, brutal conditions. Hey, it benefits us. Hopefully it's icy, it's snowy. And, I don't know, know if that benefits us. They play. Don't imagine how hard it's going to be yeah, in but, those elements. Yeah, but they play in those elements all the time. We don't play in those elements. Can't you just let me have anything? I'm trying to be okay. optimistic here because I right. know that we're – Chances are going to lose in Green Bay in the winter. Yeah. <laughs> like December. I'm probably going to go low-scoring game. I'm probably going uh, 13-10 uh, Packers. That's what I'm I'll say uh, 24-10 Packers. All right. Then Titans on the road at the Texans. I'm just going to say win uh, because uh, I think we'll beat them. I think, if anything, this, depending on how the Colts play, I think this game could be for the division, so we might still be playing our guys. I hope not. I hope we're resting them. But I still think either way we win the game. Uh, it'll be close. Uh, 24-20 Titans. This is uh, week 16? Yep. I don't see us uh, sweeping the Texans. I really don't. Again, it's impossible with these predictions because we have not how other teams are going to stack up. So I'm going to go into this prediction anticipating that both teams are going to play their starters. And um, I'm just going to go ahead and give it to the Texans right here. I'll say Texans by a field goal. Okay. So I have them going 11-5. and five. You have them going one, two, yeah, I didn't write it down, just speaking of that. Sorry, y'all, we got that Logan County education, it's hard for us to count <laughs> any higher than 10. You have them going nine and seven, you ding dong. <laughs> So I think eleven and five at worst ten and six because of the Texans game being at the end. I think they could rest their starters and lose that game. Mm-hmm. But so I think ten and six at worst. I think this. I think the ceiling. Honestly, I think the ceiling could be twelve games. I think there's a couple of games in there. Maybe the pack. You know, a couple of those field goal. You could go here or there. Uh, but. Um, I think definitely the floor is nine and seven. I just don't think we're losing more than seven games this year. We shouldn't, as long as everybody stays healthy. There's no reason why it's, we should. So it's hard to go against nine and seven, especially you know four years in a row. <laughs> exactly. So, but um, those are our predictions. Once again, we're just two best friends who have a love hate relationship with the Titans. And our predictions are normally wrong. We hope our record prediction at least falls, ends up being uh, what happens. Obviously, John's a little low. I think he would rather us be uh, 10 and 6 or 11 and 5 or undefe- undefeated. <laughs> oh, undefeated? I, you know, I'd be happy with undefeated. <laughs> so uh, the goal ultimately is to have a home playoff game and a bye. That's the goal. That's what we're all getting, trying to get after. It's not about winning every game, but it's about putting yourself in position to make a run in the playoffs, get to the Super Bowl. So, 
let's just hope this team continues to get better. And hopefully it starts off on a good note on Monday Night Football. So you've been listening to the Two-Tone Boys um, with my buddy John, and this is Brett, and we'll see you next time. Tighten up. Tighten up.